Thank you for listening to this very special episode of the Reality Breached Local Spotlight. Uh, this episode, we talked to Charlie Bushwald. Uh, who is that? She is the program director for Y101. Yes, Jackson's Hit Music, the radio station in Jackson. Uh, we were able to sit down with her in the Y101 studios, uh, and we talked about all kinds of stuff. Enjoy. Welcome to Reality Breach. I am your co-host, Robert Morris. And I'm here with Sergio Lugo, a.k.a. the host, the editor, the founding man of Reality Breached. And ladies and gentlemen, we don't get many opportunities to interview someone who's in the radio business, you dig? We, we just don't. We met our guest at Underground 119, you got that right, Underground 119, during the Women's Showcase for Jackson Indie Music Week, which was phenomenal. And this young lady was very nice and very approachable. And was willing to do a podcast with us, and we can cannot be more happy. That's correct. Right. Okay. I am at peak happy. Peak happy. Right there at the <laughs> mountaintop, baby. Ladies and gents, the program director of Y101 Radio Station, Miss Charlie Bookwald. How you doing? Hey. I'm okay. How are you? I'm groovy. Thanks cool. for yeah. coming up here to meet me. Yeah. Yo, hey. Like, get to hang out in the... In, like a, a radio studio is cool. Yeah. It's way better than my kitchen. Oh. Yeah, way so. better than my uh, bedroom. We don't have <laughs> snacks or beds in here, so hmm. maybe not. It's okay. It's it's so legit. It's too. <laughs> it's almost too legit to quit. Uh-oh. Oh. Oh, okay. I went there. Um, We got some general questions, you know. We want the people to know who you, what you do and who you are, okay. so I'm going to start off with a a question that I've already answered in the introduction, but I'm going to ask it again. Okay. Um, who are you and what do you do? Charlie Bushwald. We say Bushwald, not Buckwald, but that's okay because everybody says Buckwald. It's I fine. said Buckwald? Yeah. It's Bushwald, ladies and gentlemen. Bushwald. <laughs> Get it right, it Robert. either way. Just my family says Bushwald. Uh, I'm the program director of Y101, and I do afternoon drive on air as well. You do? Yeah. Why have I never put that? Why did I put that together? I don't you know. You never asked, man. Oh. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, I'm on the air right now. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> oh, okay, that's cool. Okay, so what does uh, a program director do for a radio station? Well, um, kind of just see day to day operations of the radio station. Uh, you know, we've got three other on air talent members, so I manage them. And their on-air product, like the morning show, mm-hmm. you got to listen to your own station to make sure that everybody's on point <laughs> and talking to our target target audience. Um, so you listen to each each person's show all the time. Make sure there's, <laughs> like I said, you make sure they're saying the right thing. Uh, you get promotions on the air, like. Hey, we're going to be at this place and we're going to be giving this stuff away. Uh, hey, okay. come yeah. on in. Yeah. <laughs> so you manage that. Um, you have a, you work within a promotional budget every year, like usually. And thankfully, this owner actually gives us money to use, to give away, because he realizes that you have to spend money to make money. That so, is correct. You know, to get more ratings, you have to... Uh-huh. Get people to listen and getting there's no better way to get people to listen than giving them money. <laughs> so, giving it's funny away how that money. Works. Yeah, it's funny you how guys that works. should try it. 
What? <laughs> I have no. given stuff away, so I haven't given exactly. money away. Exactly. I'm giving stuff away. So, so that's you know you give stuff away. You plan that. Um, I don't know what else. I plan. I schedule music as well because I'm doing music director duties. I don't have a music director right now, so I schedule all the music. I'm glad to have a music consultant who does all the like back work and studies the charts and the does the regional uh, research and everything. So that makes it a little easier for me to just take. And okay, do. okay. Well, that's going to throw me into some questions. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, you mentioned target audience. Yes. Uh, obviously, Y101 is Jackson's hit music. Okay. What is the target audience? We go after persons. 18 years old to 49. Now, our sweet spot is mm-hmm. women 18 to 34. Makes sense. But for sales purposes, 18 to 49, men and women. Okay. Hmm. Uh, okay. And when you say you program the music. Yes. Uh, I know that, let's see, one is owned by the radio people? The radio people. How big of an entity is that? We have, well, how many stations do we have here now? Six? U.S., your country, U.S., yeah. 96. Your country, 96. We just added the blue station, 93.1. Hey, we write that down. Yeah. <laughs> We've got the uh, the legend, which is old school country music, okay. 93.5. We've got mix 98.7, mm-hmm. which is 90s, mix 80s, 90s, and today. Um, so we got got plenty of stations here. We've got some in Meridian. That's actually where the boss lives. Meridian, okay. Mississippi. I actually record for a station, another radio secret. I record for a station <laughs> in Dothan, Alabama. So you can hear me afternoons in Dothan, Alabama as well. Uh, modern radio is great. Yeah, right? <laughs> yes. There are a few stations there. There are some in Florida. It's a pretty, I mean, it's an independent company. It's not Clear Channel. It's not right. Cumulus or any of those other people that are too corporate for their own good. But this is a pretty good size company okay but still in touch with humanity okay so, so actually you're <laughs> leaning right into the questions that i want to ask okay uh so you have the power here to control what music you play mm-hmm. it's it's not like a corporate mandate right. saying you play this song every two hours you right. play this song every five hours which that, that's encouraging yes well so like iheart i call i still call it clear channel because I'm not trying to give them a shout out, and I'm not trying to hate on anybody that works there because I know plenty of people that work mm-hmm. there that are awesome. But they have, you know, a corporate person that says, "Here's your playlist. This yeah. is where it belongs. Here are your songs." And the that's Disney it. of radio, right? But that doesn't always work. You know, New York City is a different place than Vicksburg, Mississippi. True. And you have different type of listeners. You have different. You have people listening in different ways, and you have. You know, some songs don't do as well here as they would in Orlando, Florida. Right. You know, right. so you have to research regionally as well as nationally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what our music consultant does. Uh, we also have a service that you it's called Call Out, where you call a bunch of people in your area and you play the hook of a song. And like, do you like this? Does it? Are you tired of it? Is it brand new? And they rate it in all kinds of different ways, and you get a score, and the music consultant tallies all of that business, and then he puts together the playlist. So he does tell me 
you know, here's he suggests here's what the I think the playlist mm-hmm. playlist should be. Um, but I always agree because he knows way better than I do. So, <laughs> but it's but, it, but you're not going to hear the same stuff, thing. right? Okay. Right. It's absolutely absolutely, you know, based on Jackson. That's really cool. Yeah, I knew none of this. This is amazing. Yeah. We have other questions. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Yeah, no, I was like, I was like, man, bump these questions, man. I'm gonna listen to y'all talk about radio, man. I'm telling all the secrets. All the secrets. Oh yes. <laughs> um, I mentioned earlier that uh, we met you at Jackson Indie Music Week. Uh, mm-hmm. How did you enjoy that? I loved it. It was my the Tuesday night was my favorite night. The Many Moons Showcase. Mm-hmm. Maybe yes. I'm a little biased because I'm a lady, mm-hmm. but I had so much fun. I met a bunch of people there, and everyone was so friendly. And that's one thing that I that you miss in radio because you don't get to listen to indie music a lot. I've always been a big music fan, but after work, I don't want to listen to any music anymore mm-hmm. because right. I, I would I would rather listen to indie music than commercial music. Mm-hmm. And I probably shouldn't be saying that because no, it's, it's part of my job. It's understandable. But I want to explore my own interests, and I'm a big hip-hop fan, and not commercial hip-hop, because that's also in the toilet. Oh, we can have a conversation <laughs> about that. <laughs> but um, Jackson Indie Music was so it was refreshing mm-hmm. for me, um, and getting out into a more progressive scene than mm-hmm. I have experienced in the area, right. I, that was refreshing as well. So... I'm really looking forward to being a part of that every year and throughout the year. Mm-hmm. So I loved it. Yeah, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. I was a kid in the candy store. Yeah. I, I, I was. And you got different different stuff every night. Yes. The the women's showcase was amazing. The the indie the, the just the I didn't know it was so many artists. Right. In Jackson. Me neither. And I was like, where have I been? <laughs> Where have I been? Yeah, yeah, I was I was browsing their website, and, and and not only did they have something every night, they had multiple things every night. Yeah. Yeah. It was physically impossible to watch everything that they had yes. planned. Yeah. That's how much stuff they had. It was crazy. Yeah. It was cool. And I'm I'm at an age where I'm not like, let's go out and stay out and drink and blah blah blah. Not that that was what it was about, but you know, about nine o'clock, I'm like, oh, it's time for me to go home. <laughs> I got a job and stuff, and gotta wake up, but. but it was worth staying up. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, it was. nine o'clock for. So I just woke up like, oh man, I'm not 21 anymore. Yeah, that's <laughs> basically. I, it. Just, I just can't do this, but I want to. Yeah. Um, what got you into radio? Um, I always wanted to entertain. Uh, so I wanted to be on air. The programming stuff. I didn't even know that that existed when I first wanted to get into radio. <laughs> Most but, people don't. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a degree in journalism with an emphasis in advertising. After college, I went to New York City because I was like, I'm going to make it and do the American <laughs> So I lived there and I waited a bunch of tables. <laughs> instead of anything that had anything to do with writing or journalism. Um, and then I moved back to – I moved to Memphis. My grandparents lived there. Okay. How long And I was Memphis? like, I wanted to – spend some time with them, come to a smaller market, even though it was market number 50 compared to number one. It's still a big market, but I bartended and waited a bunch of tables and then (laughs) (laughs) got a job in radio doing like street team stuff where you Mm -hmm. hung banners and you give away the tchotchkes and 
meet people. And then I said, I want to be on air. And they were like, all right, come in 2 a.m. on Saturday night and you can be on air until 6 (laughs) a.m. And I was like, I'll be there. (laughs) So I started doing overnights. Then I got a weekend shift and then, you know, unfolds from there. Cool. uh, There's a lot of uh, moving around in the radio industry. Have 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 you been rather stable, or do you, have you gone from station to station? Um, I've been pretty stable, just because when I go to a place, I guess this is, I have some kind of loyalty, even for companies that don't deserve it. <laughs> uh, I spent five, too many, five years in Albany, New York, which is a terrible, terrible place to work. Mm-hmm. And then there's seven months of winter there, uh-huh. and you think, oh, Ooh. Albany, New York can't be that bad. New York City, it's the capital. You know, Albany's the capital. No, it's terrible. It's there's less stuff to do than in Vicksburg, I think. Woo-hoo! Not like I'm trying to trash Vicksburg because I've lived there as well, but <laughs> I, I I moved around a lot as a as a kid and growing mm-hmm. up. So I've actually moved around less once I got in radio. So this is my second company to work for as a full-time employee. Oh, oh wow. That is... I worked... Like, I hear nightmare stories of yeah. people working six months in Idaho and then eight months in Wisconsin. Well, yeah. You try to stay. I mean, unless you get fired, then you have to... <laughs> you want to build some rapport. And yeah. I've always been... My dad always taught me to have a good work ethic and stick it out even if you don't like it at least for a little while and then <laughs> five years was wild. too long to stick it out but <laughs> I, I finally came in here and i like it here so cool good um you mentioned uh you know being a female uh how do you feel about the female empowerment in radio um it's getting better when i first started people always told me there's not a lot of women in radio there's not a lot of women in programming radio and i think that's still the case in a lot of places but i think i've been in radio maybe 10 years mm-hmm. so since then there have been more females coming through and that boys club getting kind of pushed out and the with everything that's going on in our country right now there's less hookers and blow type of environment mm-hmm. yes <laughs> and there's less let me talk about how I'm gonna yeah. do this to this woman mm-hmm. later, and um, we're moving in the right direction, is what yes. you're saying. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's a long time. I mean, radio maybe one of the last places. I, I don't know. It's kind of like the entertainment industry, where you can make. It's entertainment uh, inter- industry light. Yes, light. Okay. There light. you go. Um, in most office places, sexual harassment, you know, started, this anti-sexual harassment started years and years ago, but mm-hmm. radio's kind of getting back on there. Oh, wow. Hmm. Entertainment's still way behind, you know. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. In, in, any, in any industry where the male person in charge feels irreplaceable tends to breed that kind of behavior. Yeah. Regardless of what the industry is. Yeah. And I've ex- I've experienced that. I've... A lot of dudes that maybe are worried about their position or mm-hmm. see you as a talent that could overtake them. It gets weird. Yeah. 
That's yucky. Let's not talk about this anymore. Yeah, that is yucky. <laughs> like, uh, maybe want to go for it. it we're yeah. moving in the right direction. There's way better. I, yeah. That do doesn't like happen that. everywhere. Yes. It doesn't happen every day. Mm-hmm. It just has happened. No, so. yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, there's a special place with my fist for people like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, on a, on a on a lighter note, on a much lighter note, um, uh, <laughs> with with the the all the things that you do in radio and stuff. Do you sleep? I mean, does, is that possible? Yes. I absolutely like more than an hour. I did not used to, (laughs) but then one day I was like, "This is malarkey," and I will sleep like a normal person, no matter what. Like my husband says, if you want to, you know, if I've got something else to do, he says, if you don't, you know, sometimes if you want to go out and get something, you have to sleep less. And I'm like, bullshit, because I'm going to get my eight hours. (laughs) It's you know, at this age, I just want to be healthy. Mm-hmm. And if I get less than seven, then I'm an angry person the next day. And oh, there's wow. just not, I don't want to do that. I want to be a, I want to be a nice person. So yeah, cause it <laughs> trickles down. Yeah. It trickles <laughs> down. And then, you know, there's, there's all kinds of personalities and tempers everywhere. Any place you work, mm-hmm. you don't want to be the igniter of the fire. No, no. You, you want to be well, well rested. Yeah. You know? Okay. So yeah. Jackson in Music Week, I didn't sleep so much, but that was that was fun. Hey, everybody. It's Sergio from Reality Breach. I just want to take a second to tell you about a podcast that we're going to be launching really, really soon, uh, hosted by our very own Robert Morris. Uh, it's called The Black Pocket Podcast. Uh, it's going to be about nerd stuff. It's going to be about black stuff. It's going to be about black nerd stuff. He teams up with Justin Ransberg and Don Shea did it to break down the arts and music scene of Jackson along with various nerd topics. I've heard the first two episodes. They're great. You're going to love it. Make sure to subscribe when it pops up or you can visit Reality Breach later this month and it will all be there for your listening ears. Now, back to the show. Have you met any... Yeah, you know, famous, you know, celebrities. Yes. Wait, wait, wait. First off, (laughs) on the paper, it says famous in quotes. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I did put famous (laughs) in quotes because, I mean, some people would be like, well, here's a story. Um, Bill Bellamy, the comedian, was at um, uh, Magoo's many moons ago. And my friends were like, oh, man, it's Bill Bellamy. And I was like, and? (laughs) (laughs) Can Can I get a Jack and Coke? Like, I remember Bill Bellamy. Yeah, it's like, he's, all right. He was cool. Yeah, the fact that he's here is not really <laughs> saying too much right now, but okay. When I lived in New York, I'll start on that. When I lived in the city, I waited tables at a, a Times Square place. It was a fancy French restaurant. And I got to meet, meet quote, unquote, a lot of celebrities, like, peppered their salad or <laughs> served them ravioli or I did run into Al Pacino once when he was coming out of the restaurant. I was like, <gasps> and I didn't say anything. He was like, hey. And I was like, <laughs> But people that I've actually spoken with, I worked, when I was in Albany, New York, I worked at a hip-hop station. So, you know, New York City's right there. They would just swing their artists right back, right back through. So, um, <clears throat> Nicki Minaj has signed my boob was cool um seems appropriate yeah um (laughs) okay j cole i interviewed waka flock of flame Waka. Uh, 
two chains laughed at me when I asked him some kind of stupid question. He just walked out. He just walked away, and I was like, oh, two great. chains, great. <laughs> two Meek chains. Mill. The okay. day after Meek Mill and Drake got in that terrible fight at the bar, I interviewed him. I was not allowed to ask about Rihanna. Wow. Um, I have danced with Snoop Dogg like a little do do do, and I I took a hit off Snoop Dogg's blunt. Of of course. <laughs> Who 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 hasn't? He's, he's, like if you're in the presence of the Snoop Dogg, yeah. you kind of feel obligated. I feel asked, obligated. I was like, "Okay, Mr. Snoop Dogg, I know this is probably going to be you probably say no, but I've always dreamed of having some pot with you." And he was, he just laughed. He kind of didn't say anything. I was like, "All right, thanks for coming. Have a great show. I did a great show." And then I started walking away, and he was like, "Hey," and I turned around, and he was like, "Let her hit that," and I was like, "Yeah." Please tell me you said Mr. Snoop Dogg. I didn't say Mr. Yeah. Snoop Dogg. Oh, man. <laughs> that's how I felt. Like, you know, the picture of me that day, I'm like a little girl, like, <laughs> and he, You know, he's this tall, lanky, string yep. man. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that answer was way better than I imagined it would be. <laughs> yeah, that was so good. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Uh, D-O-Double Jizzle. Yeah. <laughs> Can I take a hizzle? So most of my famous people are hip hoppers. I can't think of anybody else right now. Nowadays, they like that's who's the most famous. Yeah. Like name a rock star. Robert. See, he can't. Wait, wait, wait. He can't do it. Wait, wait. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh. It's not the '90s anymore, bud. Yeah. Okay. Wait a minute. The nineties was a thing. You can't do it. I know a rock star. My phone is on airplay mode right now, but when we get out of here, okay. <laughs> I will know one. I'm gonna know one. All right. Um, your love for hip hop. Where did your love for hip hop come from? Uh, when I was younger, when I was growing up as a kid, I was not allowed to listen to secular music, mm-hmm. especially hip hop. It's the double. Yeah. So I remember my dad wasn't as strict about it, but one time I had uh, I had a cassette tape. It was a single. You know, you used to go to the store and get a singles. Single? Yeah, a single. <laughs> it was Outcast. I think it was Elevators. Hey, um, song so <laughs> you know, I I was trying to keep him hidden, and they found him, and I was like, please let me keep my cassette. And my dad listened to the tape, and it was un it was edited, but you know that line where his mama I'm sucking. Mm-hmm. He took it away. <laughs> so I would, when I finally got my license to drive around, you know, I would tune into the hip hop station. I don't think we even got a hip hop station in Vicksburg. Is when I got my license. But um, <clears throat> one of my favorite songs, I think it was on Re, one of the gold songs, and I think it was on Y101, was MC Light, Cold Rock, Rock, Cold Rock Party. What was it called? I got the party. Um, I got the party. Oh, um, oh man. Oh, I'm gonna be so embarrassed if I don't get this. Anyway, my phone is on airplane <laughs> mode, and when it comes off airplane <laughs> mode, we'll know everything. We will know everything, everything, everything. But yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Uh, I don't know if it was the not being allowed to listen to it, or it just appealed to me. I don't. Uh, I don't know. And then when I lived in Memphis, I was all hip hop. I I worked at a top 40 station, but T.I. and Young Jeezy and they were, that was my shit. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm over here cheesing. Because that was my shit too, Groom. Yeah. Day. Yeah. I loved well, it. Well, it wasn't mine, it. but I got none but love for hip hop. So, so Joe, what'd you listen to growing up? Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers? A, I did listen to a lot of Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, I did too. Uh, a lot of pop punk, uh, grunge, uh, anything that was real aggro and angry. Mm-hmm. Were you depressed? No, I was just, oh, okay. I was just a teenage idiot. Like, okay. that's, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm angry. <laughs> Feelings. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah, I listened to uh, hip hop. My first, my first rapper I've ever listened to was Snoop Dogg. Oh yeah, and it was in Louisiana, and I remember it like it was yesterday. I was in my grandmama's house, and there was a juke joint down the street, and they played Snoop Dogg, The Chronic, and it. That's a that's a Dr. Dre album. What it, the the sorry. song with Snoop sorry. Dogg on it? Sorry, oh sorry. that's fine. The song with Snoop Dogg <laughs> on it right. in, on the Chronic album. Sorry. Okay. 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 So he was. Um, he was just rapping. I was like, I really like. I was a kid, you know. I was just like, you know, nodding my head and stuff, nodding my head, nodding my head, nodding my head. But that was my first experience. I got nothing else after that. I remember asking my mom at the age of like seven if I could buy a MC Hammer CD. <laughs> what? Yeah, we had just gotten a CD player, and, yeah. I, and I was like, but it's like the best rap, mom. I know it's rap. But it's the best rap. And she's like, I'm not buying you that. I'm like, you suck, mom. <laughs> What's it like? You could have said it's Christian rap. That wouldn't have that wouldn't have helped. That wouldn't have helped? That wouldn't have helped, okay. no. Oh yeah, I have met your mom. That wouldn't have helped. No. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you see the future of radio going from, you know, a couple of years down the road from now? Well, I hope I still have a job. Um you know, when iPods came out, whenever they first came out, people people on radio were like, oh, no, we're going to die. We're going to die. Um, <laughs> and we made it. Uh, when XM Sirius came out, I know a lot of people still listen. You know, every mm-hmm. a lot of times when I'm out, I'm like, oh, I work with Y101. And you listen to radio. And they're like, no, I have XM or Sirius. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, that's fine. Um, but we're still here. Um I think it hangs on because we have live people here when the weather goes bad or or something happens in the community mm-hmm. we are here and we have that connection um there are companies like we mentioned before that have gone totally automated yeah um but I think that hurts them a little bit there's some research that says radio is still reaches more people than television or streaming or I, I actually read something just just the other day that, that said something to that effect and a lot of it is accidental and incidental mm-hmm. hearing of radio right. is more prolific than any of these go to it and subscribe situations right yeah. and and we know that you know people listening to radio aren't sometimes aren't really listening at all so you have to just like with advertising, you have to tell them over and over and over again. <laughs> and then sometimes they still don't know what's going on. But I think there's still, you know, still hope for terrestrial radio that is live and local. But that's a really important thing to keep if you want to survive, mm. I think. Yeah. And, and, and terrestrial radio will, in my opinion, will always be around in some form. Right. You know, it's it's a valuable resource Regardless of how popular it is, mm. 
So it'll it'll be there. Extraterrestrials <laughs> are out there. Be able, be able to watch out. Extraterrestrial radio. Extraterrestrial radio. I would, that's I would right. Work there too. We're out of Whatever. we're out of here. We're it's out, out of this world. Um, you in the movies? Yes. You going to see the new Black Panther when it yes. comes out? Yes. How did you work Black Panther into this conversation? Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> yeah, because the soundtrack. The soundtrack. Oh, we're wow. Just, okay. We're adding the weekend okay. and Kendrick Lamar song, uh-huh. uh, Pray For Me, starting Ooh. next week. That's cool. Um, what about any uh, Run the Jewels? Are you going to play any Run the Jewels on the radio? I Do y'all know. play Run the Jewels on no. the radio? Do you know who Run the Jewels is? No. Okay. Is that um, Mike? Yes, it's Killer Mike and LP. Okay. If you get a chance... You know, look them up. Okay. They're, they're my favorite group out right now. All right. And Killer Mike's my, definitely my favorite I rapper. I heard Killer Mike. Yes, he is amazing. All right. Um, Do you have any mm-hmm. funny stories that you'd like to share as I evilly rub my hands together? Uh, well, I already evilly. shared no, I one the with the Snoop Dogg. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> None of my stories are that I think good. I told that too early. <laughs> I can't think of any right now. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Was how short was Al Pacino? Yeah, I was taller than him. I'm taller than him. <laughs> wow, he's so little. <laughs> he is little, but such a badass at the same time. <laughs> you do what you're getting told. <laughs> you sure, man? Because right now you can't even come, you don't even up to my chin, so yeah. I'm not even scared of you right I'm now. Pretty sure he has to wear those. Shoes with the heels on the end and stand on boxes and stuff. Wow. I'm a short guy. Come on, you guys. I think I mean, you're taller than Al Pacino. <sighs> so bad at he's, so, he's so short. <laughs> Let's all point and laugh. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, actually, I want to. Co- my favorite thing that y'all do mm-hmm. on Y101 is flush the format. Yep. That's the coolest. Yeah. Because, uh, like, I'll be listening to the radio in the morning and, you know, I. Pop, pop song, pop song, pop song. Oh, flush the format. And then it's just something off the wall. Yeah. And it always makes me smile. Regardless of what you play, it always makes me smile. So. Cool. I will pass that along to yeah. the morning people. It's cool. They, they love it, too. And I love it as well. Unfortunately, it would not work all the time. Mm-hmm. We just flush the format and played whatever oh, we yeah. wanted to. Then we wouldn't be... Every time a radio station has tried to do that, they have failed spectacularly. Yes. Yeah, yeah, because people don't know what you're selling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so flush the format is flush the format, right? Yeah, that's what it's called. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so you just drop everything and play a random song. Yeah, I think that they solicit requests, mm-hmm. and people can text in or call, and you know, I think they do. I think they like to do a lot of. 90s stuff and just off the wall. I mean, we have to have it, you know, somewhere in this building yeah. either. I think a lot of, a lot of times Nate is in here like pulling and ripping songs from CDs that we've got in the gold oh, library wow. back there because people request something. There's a He's gold running library back there. here. Yeah, actually it's on the some of the it is on the floor right there. You it's guys right have there. a CD Vatican. Yeah, that's just <laughs> we don't use that as much anymore. There's a lot of old stuff, old stuff in there. And I when I say old, I mean like seven years. And a lot oh. of stuff that didn't quite make it 
but we still have it over there. I see adultery uh, CD up yeah, there. We are don't s- play that anymore. Are they still relevant? I don't know. <laughs> no. no, they're not relevant. No, no. no. not anymore. That's no. a, I bet there's a Nickelback in there somewhere. Probably. Uh, we should burn it. <laughs> <laughs> and make copies? <laughs> no. Bury it outside. The shun regular it. way, yeah. <laughs> shun the non-believers. Um, modern day rap. Mm-hmm. How bad is it? It's terrible. <laughs> is this mumble rap? Is this the yes. stuff yes. that I hear? Yes. yes. Or like the trap, yes. pr- trap music? It's not even trap music anymore. It's not anymore. even trap music. It's not trap music anymore. <laughs> it's just... It's just like it fell off the horse. Rolex. (laughs) (laughs) I've been told not to listen to rappers if they have red braids and face tattoos. Is that like the best way? Gucci Man has a face tattoo. He fell off for a minute. Game has a face tattoo too. Um, Well, I mean, Lil Wayne has both. Lil Wayne has face tattoos. Lil Wayne has fallen off too. His new uh, okay, I'm I'm speaking before I know. Oh, okay. His uh new stuff that he's come out with is pretty. Okay. It's no auto tune. Yeah. And I'm like, that's yes. Okay. Thank you. I'll have to go there, Wayne. You finally started to listen. Jeez. <laughs> For a minute there, I got scared. Uh, Kevin Gates has face tattoos. People like him. Um, who else has face it? Every other rapper has a face tattoo. So no, well, I mean, with the red dreads. There's only like one dude that's. So like is that. that only one dude? Yeah, he's. Is whore. he just that prolific and bad? Um, young people like him because young people don't know how to comprehend words. <laughs> and I say that w- with all the faith. <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't I necessarily I I don't I don't like it I don't like mumble rap I don't like it. I don't either, and it doesn't doesn't make sense to me. And the sa- the stuff that they're even mumbling like if you look up their lyrics so called lyrics. They're not saying anything of any substance. It's just money and hoes, and I know that's... It's mm-hmm. it's rap uh, distilled down to It's just sounds. to be famous. Yes. It's just stuff to be famous is basically what it is. And yes. I if I want, agree. If I want to listen to Money and Hoes, I'm just going to get every two short album ever made <laughs> and just listen to him. <laughs> And there's a place for money and hoes. Yeah, there's a place for it. It can't be all the time. What's the name of my new rap album, guys? There's a place for money and hoes, volume one. The setbacks. Um, you said uh, earlier that when Jackson ended Music Week, that was the most progressive you've ever seen. Um, Jackson. I think Jackson is going towards a very, very positive direction. Um, any, you have any opinions in that? When I it agree. Comes to like progressing forward. Yes. Um, like I mentioned, I lived in Vicksburg in high school, which was in the nineties, so late nineties. Um, and I moved away, and then when I came back, I was like, oh, wow, this place is better than it used to be. <laughs> um, there are still there's still a lot to be done in terms of accepting different people and ways and uh, but I think it's better. I there is there's still older people that say things to me that I just can't stay in the same room for. Right. And they say them to me like I, you know, 
oh, you're a white person who is heterosexual and in a traditional marriage, so I can say anything to you that, and you'll agree because you're on my team. And I'm like, no, I'm not on your team. <laughs> Stop saying those things and leave. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. um, but I find that more in the older generations than younger people. So, and even the younger people that don't agree with different ways they're not so hard about or hateful i guess they're they're more accepting even if they don't agree right yeah they still think that they're you know they recognize that people that are different than them are still human beings but even if they disagree with what they do yeah and, and and the word progressive is it's kind of a loaded word, mm-hmm. you know. It, it comes with a lot of like political baggage, right? But if you take it based on its like definition, progressive ideas always end up being right, right? The farther you go back, the more you realize that. <laughs> so to just look progressive ideas in the face and say, "Nah, you're wrong," it's like, "Come on, bro, yeah. come on." In no way, shape, or form was I was trying to steer this in a political way. I was just as a city overall. <laughs> and just Jackson. Yes. Yes. The direction Overall. that Jackson is going. Yes. Is I think that I don't positive. get out enough to meet the creatives mm-hmm. as I had the opportunity to at, in gym week. So the people that I know or that I work with sometimes kind of fall into a certain number of categories. Mm-hmm. Um, so getting out and seeing that creative that creative uh, environment was was just uh, again refreshing, but yeah. it, it was it was nice. I was like, I, I guess I didn't I, I guess I didn't realize that it was here, I, and I that would... was dumb of me to even think that. But yeah, of course <laughs> there are creative people here. I, I would I would suggest hitting up what, what's it called now Fondren after five or is it Fondren's first Thursday? Um, it's, like, it's always got a different name yeah. now. It's I go to those. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Up. Yeah, is is. Dwindled down a little bit. It's not as big as it used to be. It's, okay. It's more like, hey, you guys want to go to Sneaky Beans and Cups? That's literally, <laughs> that's literally what it is now. Um, well, the last time, the last two or three times I went, uh, they didn't really close the rolls down like they used to. Like back in the day, it was like Doolin was shut down and a part of mm-hmm. State Street was shut down. And you can't even, you you literally like can barely walk with so many people. Um. I would, I would steer people towards Midtown now. Midtown, yes, Midtown's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Midtown has Offbeat. Midtown has uh, Lucky Towns. Yeah, Lucky Town, Lucky Town, Lucky Town, uh, singular. And also has a lot of art mm-hmm. uh, venues and stuff and studios. And there's also another place that I didn't even know they were there for like forty some years. It's the glass place, the the stained glass place. It looks like the building is not occupied. Okay. But it is. Okay. Uh, when you're not going to do. Okay. Because it was on the map during the Midtown Festival thing. I was like, this building looks creepy. I'm not going in here. <laughs> going to Haunted like, House. So do they do like stained glass tours? Um. Well, when you walk in, you don't even want to walk in because it's glass everywhere. But they there's like a lot of this glass art. Does like a shards lot of, or... Just, no, 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 okay. not shards. It's like just um, <laughs> sculptures, and okay. they do a lot of the stained glass for the churches and stuff around. Oh, nice. Here. And I was like, "Whoa, okay, word. Maybe get some of the veins off the, the, the building, so it looks more." But that's just me. But it's cool. It's dope. I recommend people to go to Midtown though. Okay. 
I can I can second that recommendation. Yes. Tuesday is a love thing, right? I don't know where that's happening, but it's vitamin C and young jewels and Oh, where Amanda is that? Ferg is, is that posting. It? That's today? No, it's Tuesday. Oh, that's February Tuesday. February 13th. Like, oh, man. And I can't remember where it's going to be. I saw that I'm today. I'm going there. Is that an offbeat? No, maybe. I don't think. I don't think. I don't. Maybe. It could be an offbeat. When you take your phone off airplane mode. <laughs> hey, we will know everything. We'll know everything. The entirety uh, of human knowledge, knowledge is fingertips away. <laughs> it's right there. Google is my Emerald tablet. It's amazing. Uh, Vitamin C, man. She... I think her EP or her album came out. Now I got to go to Offbeat to buy one. Um, Young Jules is also amazing. Jim mm-hmm. Week did yep. not know that. Yeah, they were that. <laughs> did not know that they were that good. And I was like, where, where have I been? Yeah, but all right. Same feeling. We so I'll see you Tuesday. You will see me Tuesday wherever <laughs> that place is at. I'm gonna be there <laughs> with bells on. Um. Charlie, thank you so much for letting us come here. Thanks for being here. And I was I was flattered when you came up to me at many moons and I was like, oh, yes. that's, that's actually what I did after you turned around. I was like, yes. So thanks. That was, it was cool to be asked to be on it. I did so. the 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 um the slow motion late eighties, early nineties fist freeze, you know, when they playing the music. <laughs> playing journey or something and you just jump up in there and freeze yep. yeah that yep. was in my head and it fades to, to yeah. credits yeah fades to credits yeah i did that yeah um <laughs> i just did a solid success kid solid success kid. <laughs> <laughs> the um uh uh the uh what was i doing ain't no the uh thank you so much <laughs> for letting us come here and letting us uh talk with you and letting our listeners get to know who you are and why 101 and the radio people uh i'm reading a state contest i just lost all train of thought but like i said thank you so much where can we follow you and how can we follow y101 um i personally hate social media that's cool. um that's cool. i have a facebook page charlie sweatshirt and twitter charlie sweatshirt that i stole from earl sweatshirt i just want to put that out there i stole it <laughs> um but i i don't i don't do i don't do well on social media because I hate it. But Y101 has a Facebook page and a yeah. Twitter and an Instagram, and you should follow all those. <laughs> yeah. It, like, it, was, it was really cool, really yeah. cool talking to you because literally everyone knows what Y101 is in town. Everybody. Well, and hope, just getting a little peek behind the curtain is really cool. I told all the secrets and I said swear words. So sorry. <laughs> I'm not allowed to swear on the air, so oh. let it rip. We let it rip on ours, especially yeah, we're, we're we're pretty experienced at yeah. swearing. Okay, yeah. Good. Especially if you bring up Michael Bay or Alex Jones. No, I those are trigger words for me. Trigger names. Hush. I, oh, I was gonna. Okay. <laughs> well, yes, and thank you again. Hey, that'll do it. That'll do All it. Right. Yay! That'll do it. Thank that'll you. do it for. For Sergio Lugo, I am Robert Morris. If you've been breached, baby. That's going to be the best sounding breach baby ever.
Visit realitybreached.com for more episodes of The Local Spotlight. Also, episodes of The Reality Breached Podcast. And coming soon, episodes of The Black Pocket Podcast.